Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Let's talk book launches. <laughs> Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Recap Edition. Rory Vaden is your man. I'm here going solo tonight. AJ is not with us, but this makes sense for me to talk about because, oh my gosh, I have been living in book launch world the last several months, we actually have two clients who are on the New York Times bestseller list right now. I won't tell you who they are, but we have been working in book launch mode. And it's a really apropos time to talk about this because just this year, we have had so many friends launching books. So Donald Miller, I don't have his book in my hand right now, Business Made Simple. It's actually up on my nightstand. And then you do you, Aaron Hatsakostas, Lovey Ajayi Jones, the professional troublemaker, John Lee Dumas, Common Path to Uncommon Success, Mike McCallowitz, Fix This Next, Jamie Kern Lima with Believe It, David Horsehogger with The Trusted Leader, and Victoria Labom with Risk Forward are just a few of our friends, our clients, our colleagues, the people that we know really well who are doing book launches right now. And so as always, we're living in this world of book launches. And so, you know, technically this episode is a recap of my good friend, Honoré Quarters, that interview. She's just wonderful. I love her. I'm so glad that she is in Tennessee. We're actually going over to her place for a crawfish bowl party that I've never been to one of those, but she invited us to go. So we're going to check it out. And I mean, she's one of these, you know, just like one of the queens of writing and content and, you know, specifically like self-published strategy and just orchestrating 
the whole thing at a high level, a very advanced level. I think, you know, like we had Chandler Bolt on here. They've got, you know, Chandler's stuff is very much a process of kind of like teaching you how to do it. And then Honoré is really more of one if you want to just pay the money to have it done for you and done right. That's a big part of what her team does, both with the writing and the promotion of the book, which, you know, is a big investment, but it's worth a lot. I mean, it's not uncommon that to start any company, any legitimate company, you typically have to invest, you know, hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of dollars. I think one of the things that's amazing about a personal brand is that you can get out of the gate for a lot less than that. I mean, even a few hundred thousand bucks would be a, a very large investment into starting this as a business if it's even separate from whatever your current business is. And a book is a big part of that. I mean, a book is a business. A book is a business. You're launching. It's not launching a book. It's launching a business. When we tell people, so we have an event on this. One of our courses is called Bestseller Launch Plan. That's specifically around launching books. In that course, we talk about how to construct a book proposal and what should be in a book proposal and what's the timeline of getting a book deal and who are the players and how does the money work and how do you negotiate and and then how do you actually launch the book? But one of the biggest things is to know that a book proposal isn't an outline for a book. It is a business plan for how you're going to sell that book. And that was a big mindset shift and, and mental mistake that a lot of people make that you got to know Anyway, so we've just been living in the world of book launches here. And although, you know, Honoré was talking both how to write the book and things you can do for promotions, I just think this has all been coming up a lot recently. So anyways, I want to break down that interview. I wanted to give a shout out to all these amazing friends and clients and colleagues who are launching books right now. It's a wild ride and I'm actually not jealous. <laughs> so many people are doing it. It's an emotional thing. If you do a book launch right, I mean, it's a big deal and you need to prepare for it. Unfortunately, a lot of people call us when they're like, I have a book coming out in 60 days. What can I do? And it's not wrong to get that phone call, but I would say you're very, very late to the party. I mean, especially if you're, you know, to do a New York Times bestselling book, Y'all, it's not something that you plan in a few weeks. It is a few years, legitimately, in almost every case, it is at least a year. And it is typically two years. That's just to plan the launch. And you got to have a lot of the relationships already in place before that, right? So anyways, wanted to make sure that y'all know that. So let's talk about just three quick takeaways from Honoré as it relates to book launches. And the first one is about writing the book. And this is important. So many of us struggle with imposter syndrome. We think, well, I'm not going to write this book because someone else wrote a book like this, or someone already wrote a book on that topic. And the biggest thing that really sunk in with me, and I got clarity about it, and it wasn't exactly what Honoré said, but something she said locked this down for me in my mind, which is, it's not that what you will say is different from what somebody else has said. It's how you say it that is different. And that is why you should write it anyway. It's not that what you say will be different, but how you say it will be different. Your stories are different. Your case studies, your anecdotes, your illustrations, your frameworks, the whole context and wrapper for how you put it together is different. And that is what makes it beautiful. I mean, 
take the stairs is basically hard work. I mean, there's not a more unoriginal message, but we put it through the lens of our uniqueness of, of procrastination and discipline. And we had this great metaphor of take the stairs. Anyways, I just, I think that's really important because some people will only be able to hear it from you. They won't be able to hear it. Like, even if we wrote the exact same book, they wouldn't be able to hear it from me. They would only be able to hear it from you because of your style, because of the way you look, because of your age, because of your stories, because of your background. And that is reason enough in and of itself for why you should write it. You don't have to write the book for the million people. You have to write it for the one person. Like for the one person who will get it because of the way you said it versus the way that Tony Robbins or Brene Brown said it, right? And it's not that they're one is better or worse. Being a best-selling author is just surely about reach. It often is not even that much about necessarily the quality of the book. I mean, in the long tail, that certainly plays a part, but most of the books that hit the bestseller list hit it in the first few weeks because there's this huge launch. And that's because the person has a lot of either direct reach or indirect reach. But whether or not you can hit a bestseller list should not dictate whether or not you write the book. What should dictate whether or not you write the book is if you have something meaningful to say, if you have a message on your heart, if it can help one person's life. And if you have that inside of you and you have that calling, remember, we believe that that calling on your heart is the result of a signal being sent out by someone else. So write the book for the one, even if it's not for the one million. And even if what you say would be similar, how you say it will be different. And that is the reason to write it. So that's the first takeaway. The second takeaway is super short and tactical. But Honore mentioned this, you know, she said, you have to have an advanced reader team. And I couldn't agree with this more. This is such an important tactical thing that anyone can do is to have an advanced reader team of people who buy your book in advance and they read it and then they're able to give you reviews. Now, I'm going to change this language a little bit and I'm going to call it the street team, which I'm not sure who coined that term originally. I think of Michael Hyatt when I hear that term because I feel like he was the first person that I heard talk about this in detail. But a street team or an advanced reader team is basically an excuse to justify selling your book before it comes out, right? Like a lot of people don't want to hear about your book like six months before it comes out. But if you wrap it, if you change the positioning from, hey, buy my book, which people want to do, like if I buy your book, I want the book to be here like within a, you know, a few days or a week or two. And so usually the buy my book positioning has to sort of wait till, you know, a couple of weeks before launch, even your fans, you know, you try to get them to pre-order the book in advance. That's really going to happen like one month in advance of the launch. But to build a street team, an advanced reader team, you know, an early access team, however you want to position it, those are people that could buy the book two, three months in advance and read it and go through it. And so it's a reason to sell books in advance, which shows, you know, the industry, they start clocking those sales. Now, all those sales will count on week one. And that's why most books that hit the New York Times bestseller list or any of them happen in week one, because all of the pre-sales queue up, they all count on that first week. But 
this gives you a reason to start generating sales, you know, a month, two months, maybe even three months in advance. Like as soon as that book is up for pre-order on Amazon and you basically make the requirement for joining the advanced reader team, ordering the book in advance. Now they're not going to get it from Amazon. So you got to give it to them digitally and you got to work that out with your, you know, your publisher, but most publishers are happy to do it. If you're self-publishing, it's not a big deal at all. It's your decision. You know, you get them the manuscript in advance. So you develop this, this groundswell, this warm-up act, this group of advocates and ambassadors that when your book comes out or the week before, like the first couple of weeks, they're out there championing and like, you know, pushing it. And so you get the advantage of generating the pre-sales. You got legitimate people who are verified purchasers to leave reviews on Amazon, which is really huge and important. And you can get a lot of reviews early on. And you have this whole group of ambassadors that are there to help you launch the book in the first week or two it comes out, like you know the pre-launch week and then the launch week. And then you know usually like the first couple of weeks after are like the big heavy weeks. You got to do this. And it's not that hard to do. Like you can figure it out. I mean, we of course talk about the details and bestseller launch plan, but most of it is just knowing, oh, I need to have this and I need to build this as a part of my launch strategy so that you have more than just you. Which leads me to the last thing, and, and this is so important. And, and again, it's a mindset thing. And becoming a best-selling author, it's about a mindset first, like so many things. And you don't have to be a best-selling author, but if you want to be, then you got to pay attention to the stuff. And what I would recommend is that even if you don't care to become a best-selling author, you should want as many people to buy your book as possible. You should want to activate as much of your audience as possible that really is important. And, you know, so this was the takeaway. This is what Honore said in the interview. She said, there's no such thing as self-publish. There is only team publish. There is no such thing as self-publish. There is only team publish. And that, you know, inspired me to remind you, this is something that we say in bestseller launch plan, which is there is a total fallacy of a best-selling author, right? Like, the author is one person and it's an important person, right? A lot of the ideas stem from that person and a lot, they're the catalyst for the movement. But you cannot launch a best-selling book by yourself. It is about a team. You need a team of people. You need, you know, PR people and social media people and copywriters and web developers and ad specialists and marketing automation specialists and SEO people and a publisher and a literary agent you know, and editors and printers and distributors and, and like, no matter, even if it's super small scale, it's a people, it's a team. You need fans. You need fans. Like it's a team. And so thinking about it as it's just you, it's the wrong way to think about it. You're, it's not even like you're an author. You have to think of it as you're a leader. You're the leader of a movement. You're the leader of a message. You're trying to create and cultivate an army of people to rally behind this message that you're passionate about and this problem that you want to solve and the solution that you want to advance in the world. And the book has to become bigger than just you. And it doesn't mean your face can't be on it. It doesn't mean your name shouldn't be on it. It can be. But the mentality is, 
I need to recruit an army of people to help me because none of us know how to do all these things. None of us can write the book and edit the book and do the graphic design and do the printing and do the layout and get it up on Amazon and, and drive the ads for it and send the emails and build the funnels and create the graphic you know, ads for social media and do the posting and research the hashtags. And that's what being a best-selling author is, is it's doing a thousand little things right. It's not one big secret that like somehow they know that you don't know. It's activating a community of people who trust you and who buy in to what you're doing. There is no such thing as a best-selling author. There is only a best-selling team. So build a team, activate a team, and pull together a team to advance your movement. And that is a team that we want to be a part of. We want to be on your team. We want to be part of the people who set the strategy for your team. And that's why we work with so many of you one-on-one every month in our coaching program. It's why we're here with the podcast every single week. It's why we bring you these episodes and all the work that our team at Brand Builders Group is all about. So thanks for allowing us to be a part of your team. Please continue to allow us to be a part of it. Listen to the interview from Honoré and come back next week right here on The Influential Personal Brand. Bye-bye. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 